The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by the Association of American Railroads. New technology creates a smarter and safer freight rail network that is ready to meet the needs of tomorrow. Visit AAR.org. Good morning. I'm Allison Michaels with The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Wednesday, October 23rd. James is out, but I'll be here instead with the day's top headlines. Here's three stories that should be on your radar. Number one. Big news out of a closed-door testimony on the Hill Tuesday. The senior U.S. diplomat in Ukraine, acting ambassador William Taylor, testified that he was told release of military aid was contingent upon public declarations from Ukraine that it would investigate the Bidens and the 2016 election. That statement contradicted President Trump's denial that he used the money as leverage for political gain. The Post's Anne Guerin, Rachel Bade, and John Wagner report that Taylor testified that he stands by his characterization that it was, quote, crazy to make the assistance contingent on investigations that he found troubling. Upon arriving in Kiev last spring, he became alarmed by secondary diplomatic channels involving U.S. officials. Taylor walked lawmakers through a series of conversations he had with other U.S. diplomats who were trying to obtain what one called the deliverable of Ukrainian help investigating Trump's political rivals. Taylor said he spoke to Ambassador Gordon Sondland, the U.S. envoy to the European Union. Taylor said in his statement, quote, During that phone call, Ambassador Sondland told me that President Trump had told him that he wants President Zelensky to state publicly that Ukraine will investigate Burisma and alleged Ukrainian interference in the 2016 election. Taylor was called to testify before committees considering whether to impeach Trump because he had raised alarms about Trump's administration's interactions with Zelensky. His testimony had been expected to fill in some blanks about the activities of U.S. officials who appear to have sought Ukrainian help at the behest of Trump and his personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani. Number two. Russia agreed to help remove Syrian Kurdish fighters from a large swath of Turkey's southern border. Russia essentially gave its blessing to a Turkish military operation against a Kurdish-led force that had allied with the United States. The Post's Karim Fahim and Sarah Dadesh report that the agreement reached after an hours-long meeting between Turkish President Erdogan and Russian President Putin in Sochi addressed several of Turkey's core security demands. This included the establishment of a safe zone that would push the Kurdish-led force back from its frontier. The move also cemented Russia's role as Syria's central power broker, at a moment when the influence of the United States in the region is dissipating. The agreement said Russia and the Syrian government would start removing Kurdish militias from the border region beginning at noon Wednesday. That expanded on a previous agreement between the United States and Turkey, which had established a Turkish military zone along a narrower strip of the border. Number three. The British Parliament voted Tuesday to support Boris Johnson's Brexit deal in principle, but then, more importantly, they rejected the Prime Minister's timetable for passing the withdrawal agreement bill over the next three days. The Post's William Booth and Carla Adam report that the yes-no result creates further chaos and confusion over what happens next for Johnson and his Brexit deal. Johnson warned Britons that the government would immediately step up preparations to leave the European Union with no deal at the end of October. But that could be a bluff. He also said, quote, one way or another, we will leave the EU with this deal, to which this House has just given its assent. 
Johnson said that he would, quote, pause the progress on the supporting legislation and wait until the EU responds to the UK's request for a delay. On Saturday, by law, Johnson was forced to ask the EU in a formal letter for an extension until the end of January. European leaders had said they were taking a wait-and-see approach, but they have signaled that they would likely grant an extension beyond the end of the month. And that's The Daily 202 for Wednesday, October 23rd. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to get more news about the impeachment inquiry, you can now subscribe to a new podcast feed from The Washington Post. All of our audio updates on the inquiry in one place, including the latest from The Daily 202's Big Idea, Can He Do That?, and Post Reports, updated whenever news happens. Subscribe at WashingtonPost.com slash podcasts. 